Hello, this is Danielle Freitag with Jenna DeYoung, Real Talk Podcast, encouraging faith and inspiring restoration, sharing tips, tools, and talk. We're exploring a biblical worldview that empowers and prompts faith in action. season four, episode nine of Real Talk with Danielle and Jenna. Hey guys. Hello. And yeah, we took a little bit of break. So last Monday, or I should say this following last previous Monday was the 4th of July Independence Day. So happy post Independence Day. (laughs) Um, Jenna, I actually, I don't know what you guys did on the 4th, if you were at your cabin, but we uh, went up North, um, toddler, puppy dog, (laughs) everybody and just had, uh, just had a really good time, you know, just spent time with family and, uh, we have neighbors. So, so, okay. Our cabin first, you guys, it's like up North it's serene. I'm so grateful for it. I love that it's quiet, but on the 4th of July, it is not quiet. There are families that come up there. Like, you know, on one side, we've got people lighting off fireworks, like the big fireworks. Right. And then on the other side, there's people. So it's like almost like a contest. So from like 10 to like midnight, it's just loud. <laughs> so is what, it, what did you guys do? We were up in Okaboji and we spent time with both of our families, but I will say that there was fireworks multiple nights and I was not awake for any of them. Oh, so I literally, I went to bed. Oh, oh, well, I just, I'm an early riser. It's I'm so old. It's hard for me to stay awake. And like on the 4th of July night, I actually came back to Sioux Center because we have a freedom fitness class, um, Tuesday mornings at six 15. And I just like went to bed and I never heard anything. So I was out like a light. That's amazing. I commend you for that. I, I, that was not me. I was like, yeah, listening to it all. But then, you know, um, Hades and I were in the same, you know, same room, which is not normal. And so I just wanted to make sure like yeah. she was sleeping and she was. And anyway, so anyways, yeah. So, so post happy independence day, um, you know, to listeners and, uh, just as we were getting on today, you know, Jen and I were just talking about, uh, inner healing and, and really what does it mean to walk in wholeness and, and, and true healing, Um, and so that's what we want to talk about today. And, you know, right away, I just thought of a story. Um, and then Jenna, I want to ask you a question, but right away, I thought of this story because this last weekend, and I know she'd be okay with this, but this last weekend, I got a chance to see someone who has come so far. Like it just, uh, it makes me want to tear it, but she's just come so far from where she was to where she is now. And it's such a beautiful picture of what can happen for anybody. Like no matter what you have walked through, no matter what kind of trauma you have incurred, uh, whatever it is, there's hope and healing, um, for you. And so this, this friend of mine, she, I'd actually met her when we were both working in the strip club industry and, um, you know, both used, you know, heavy drugs, just, just crazy chaotic lifestyle. And, you know, I've been out, now since 2006, um, she, 
uh, has been sober. She's been out. She's a mother now. She's like, she's going to college. She's graduating. Like she's going to school to be a pharmacist. She's literally going to be a doctor. She's working at a um, prestigious um, hospital and just doing really well, doing really well. And it's just been beautiful to see. And um, we had dinner together and her son prayed the prayer before dinner. And I just, I literally like (laughs) just had, you know, a moment just to be able to see like, faith, you know, in her, in her family and her children, it's just in her child and she's one child, but, um, just, you know, really beautiful. And then, so our, my daughter, um, Hadassah and then her son, they played so well together and just hung out, you know, and it's just like, man, you know, this is somebody like just the crazy of our lifestyles before. And then now, you know, where things are at. And that is like, it's such a, a picture of what God can do for anybody, you know, and, and, and he gets the glory. So I'm all, I'm all teary eyed. I'm yeah. Yeah. Oh. I just think that's so beautiful. And I just think it's a picture of the redeeming love of Christ, uh, like how he literally redeems their life. And like, he, I always thought about that, how he rewrites history and we're like, how can you rewrite history? But it was like, you know, you know, our story was headed in a direction and it looked like death and destruction. Right. But he like rewrites our story where he uses those things for our good and, and uses the things that the enemy meant, you know, for evil, you know, for our good. And he totally rewrites our, our future too. And so I think it's just so beautiful. I can, I can just like sense the presence of the Lord of just like you guys being able to get together um, with your children and just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was, it was really amazing. (laughs) Thank you for that. And I mean, what you're, what you're describing sounds like inner healing, but if you were to give like a definition or a description and maybe even what it means to you, what, you know, what, what is inner healing? You know, for me, I just feel like I define that as like the healing of our soul. So our, our mind, will, and emotions. And, you know, it's this, this process of God, you know, leading you and guiding you of things from when you were a child or even generational things and just bringing complete freedom, you know, and removing the lies of the enemy from your life and from the belief system, you know, that you have, um, with inside you. And so I feel like, you know, God's plan is always health and healing and he wants us to prosper. And, you know, when we grow up and we're kids, you know, or, or, you know, our mother, our mother's mother, when there's generational things that we don't, we didn't even ask for, you know, affecting us, like he wants his kids to just be free and he wants us free you know, when we get saved, our spirits are free, you know, they're seated in heaven, you know, with Christ, you know, but our soul, our mind, will, and emotions, a lot of times need to be caught up, you know, to that in our, in our physical bodies. So to me, inner healing is all about finding freedom in your heart, finding freedom in your mind and, you know, just in your life. I like that. And and particularly, we are created, God created us body, spirit, and soul. And I love that though, that it's, it's the soul that, and, and Paul talks about this in scripture, but that we really work out. Um, and there's so many scriptures that come to mind, but, but, but work out in the sense of taking every thought captive and, um, 
you know, <laughs> I mean, even it's, it's a submitting the will to what the Holy spirit is, is leading somebody to, because that's, I mean, that is a beautiful thing that God gave us free will. And we have choice to either follow what the Holy spirit, you know, is, is doing or resist. And, um, you know, as you're, as you're talking, Isaiah 58 came to mind and I just, I want to read this because it's such a beautiful picture of what is possible and, and how it happens. And so I'm just going to read a couple of scriptures, but Isaiah 58, um, six, I'll start there. Is not this the kind of fast that I've chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the bands of the yoke and to let the oppressed go free. Right. So, so there's a, there's a truth in that if there is oppression, whether it be drug addiction, addiction to pornography, whatever it might be, there is a freedom from that. There's a freedom out of that yoke, right? And Jesus is the one who says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. But the verse goes on to say, uh, verse seven, is it not to divide your bread with the hungry? So to share your food with the hungry or bring the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked to cover him and to not hide yourself from your own flesh. Now, I always think of like children or family to not hide yourself from your own flesh. Then your light will break like the dawn and your recovery or your healing Hebrew word, Aruka, your healing will speedily come forth and your righteousness will go before you. Now here's the kicker. And I, I love this. This is like, this is such a good kick in the butt. <laughs> so these things are possible and there is healing in Christ. It does go on to say, if you remove the yoke from your midst, so there's a part that you have in this. If you remove, remove the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and the spreading of wickedness. Some scriptures say the speaking of wickedness, right? So if you're speaking ill of others, um, and then verse 10, and if you give yourself to the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then your light will rise in darkness and your, your gloom will become like midday. And the Lord will continually guide you and satisfy your desire in scorched places, um, giving your bones strength and you will be like a well-watered garden. So that's so good. Like it's literally a map of like here, like you want to get, you know, you want to be healed. You want to be healthy. Like, here you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, here's, here's a way to do that. But we know it is like all of that. This is, this is Jesus because it's how Jesus lived his life. He showed us how. And he is, he is healing. You know, you think about the woman who pushed past the crowd just to touch him, just to touch the hem of his garment. Like, it's like, how are we in our everyday lives, like cutting out the noise and taking time to just be with Jesus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. You know, I was thinking about when you were talking, um, I just firmly believe that you know, each individual person, like God has a a plan of healing. And I remember when I first came to the Lord and I was just like, I just want someone to tell me what to do. And I thought that I was going to be able to go to people and, and people were going to show me exactly what to do and tell me exactly what to do, but it doesn't work like that because God is not a God of systems, but God is a God of relationship. And so God wants that's to be so good. Me. Sorry. That was so good. God is oh. not a God of systems. He's a God of relationship. Okay. That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> 
but it's true, you know, and, you know, I think as believers, um, you know, we can always encourage and champion other believers in their walk, but our number one thing that we should be doing is pointing them to Christ. And I firmly believe that, um, the path of true healing, the, the path of true freedom like for each individual person can only be led by the Holy spirit. And I believe God has designed it that way so that we would depend on him. You know, this 4th of July, I was thinking about independence, but as, as much as I was celebrating independence as a nation, I was celebrating my dependence on God. And so, um, I feel like that is where the Lord really wants us is he wants us to depend on him and he wants us to remove any systems that we've put in our life to replace God. So you think about, you know, all different kinds of things. Um, and, you know, I was also thinking about also like, um, you know, a lot of times because we are body, spirit, soul, and there can be manifestations of illness or sickness or depression or whatever. And we try to fix that with like, something in the wrong realm. Like we try to fix that with a worldly thing, with a natural thing, but sometimes there's just spiritual things that can only be conquered by things in the spirit. And so that's something to remember. And it was a huge learning curve for me to not fall back into the pattern in the ways that I had been living my life, but be open to the new things that God was doing be open to the new things that God was teaching me. And so. So good. Yeah. You, you know, you talked about the, the dependence. I love that about the dependence on God and, and really what does that look like? It's, it's, it's going to him and seeking him, asking him questions. And, and I think it's Corey Russell, um, pastor author. He, he says doorways or questions are the doorway to revelation, like questions, asking God questions are the doorway to revelation. So, so that takes going to so him. Good. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Like, and it is, it's, it's dependence. It's dependence on God. And, you know, when you said that, I was just reminded of something, um, you know, that, that independence, so independence can be likened to, to pride. It's, I got this, I got this or, or, um, not being willing to go to God or, or, or even, you know, follow the leading of the Holy spirit. Um, you know, stubborn, stubbornness can cause a man or woman to ignore God, you know, his, his good guidance and his, his good correction. And yet that's the very thing, his leading and his ways are what bring us into the best place that bring us into healing and restoration. Um, so anyway, I just, I love that you talked about the, the independence and dependence, you know, especially, obviously we, we celebrate independence day, but it's a little bit different than, yeah, the dependence and, and, uh, we, we, we want interdependence or dependence on God and it is Holy spirit that leads, you know, that can lead us into, um, into healing. And so, yeah, yesterday, you know, I just was telling you how, and I know we've talked about the book of Hosea multiple times in our podcast, but I just think when it comes to inner healing and deliverance, you know, Hosea two, starting in verse 14, that talks about the restoration of Israel is really just a picture of, you know, of, of us. Like, it's just a picture of our walk with Christ. I know what it is for me. And that's why this is like, I I love this because, you know, Israel was, was totally lost and living a, a life of like idolatry. And there was just other things, you know, that, that had the hearts of the people, and, um, God allured Israel, 
Like, you know, and I remember when I was going through this, just like looking up all of the definitions of what does it mean to allure? What does it mean to, is it betroth or betroth? You know, like some of these words in here, um, but it's such a beautiful picture of how God can take us like at our at our most broken moments, at our, at some of our most weakest moments. And then he allures us and he speaks to us. And when he speaks to us, even though our life is so broken, he speaks hope into us. Like, Hey, like, come and follow me. You know, like I can, I can restore what was lost. I can give you back, you know, your life. I can give you back, um, your vineyards, you know, the, a life and an abundant life. And, you know, one of the things that really stuck out to me in Hosea too was, um, you know, how God calls us into this husband and wife relationship where he wants that intimacy with us. Like God is an intimate God. And, you know, some of the most favorite times of my life have been in intimacy, you know, with the father, with God. And um, it says that you will call me Ishi, which means my husband. And, you know, through this intimacy, God can literally rewire our, our minds. He like, and so it says that we will remember no more. And so I think about that. I think about how my life before Christ, like I hardly even remember it. Like, it just seems like a totally different like person. It just, and it should, you know, it really should, you know? And so it's just really beautiful. Um, if you haven't ever read Hosea two, I encourage you to dig in and, and read it. Um, some of the things that stuck out to me as well were like, oh, I will betroth you to me in righteousness and in justice and loving kindness and loyalty and in compassion and stability and in faithfulness. And I just think of all of those words. And those are the words that describe my God is that he is stability, that he is faithfulness, that he is, he has, he's loyal, like he's full of justice. And um, I just love it. <laughs> yeah. So good. It's so good. So listeners, we just hope that, you know, that you're feeling encouraged and just know that, that, that inner, <clears throat> inner healing is possible. Um, you know, for, for any of us is possible for me, it's possible for you. It's possible for Jenna. And, um, you know, I, I just keep thinking back to the, right. The woman who sought desperately to get to Jesus. And my question to you is, how are you seeking desperately to get to Jesus mm. today? How did you desperately, how did you seek, how did you seek him? And, you know, also I ask this question and it, and it makes me think too of ways that I can, ways that I did and more ways that I want to, right. And we can't use not having time as an excuse because you will make time. We will make time for what is most important. Um, you know, even like my time with, with Hadassah, you know, I, I have been getting up definitely a lot earlier and you guys, we have a new puppy, so I'm definitely getting up earlier. Um, but you know, there's still that time in the morning set aside to get in the word, to get, you know, to get some time with Jesus. And even when, you know, my daughter gets up, uh, one of the things that she loves to do is she loves to read her Bible. She has a storybook Bible. And so we will sit in my in my reading chair and we will read that together and pray. And it's just so precious to see her asking, like, let's read my Bible, you know? And so we can have time together to, you know, to seek him and, and, and what a way to pass that on the significance of time with Jesus to the next generation. I mean, really right now, I believe that my 
like my highest calling right now, like it's, it's being a wife, but it's, it's raising Hadassah. It's raising my daughter to know Jesus Christ. Like that is, that is the most significant thing. And so we get to, you know, for, for parents out there, right. We get to take that really seriously, not in fear, but take it seriously, you know, and, and lead, lead our children to know Jesus in all the ways that Holy spirit shows us. And he's such a great comforter and counselor, um, to show us how to do that. So, so in closing, um, I just, you know, of course, want to encourage you listeners to think about how is Holy spirit leading you and what does inner healing look like in your life? Um, but then I want to close out with asking Jenna because I started with the story. So Jenna, a story of inner healing for you. Yeah. Well, first of all, there's so many, so I was like almost drawing a blank. Cause I was like, there's so many things that the Lord has took me through. Um, but, you know, just talking with other women this week, you know, I think one of the biggest things is, you know, like for me, when I came to Jesus, like I, at, and up until that point, like I was in control of my life, you know, like I called all the shots, I made all the decisions. And so one of the most impactful things to me was when Jesus began to speak to me about like that he was worthy of my trust and that I could give up all control. And that when I did that, when I gave up all control, I was actually gaining so much for my life. And it was like, when the Holy spirit spoke that into me, like Jenna, I'm worthy of your trust. When I whisper to you, you can know that it's for your good. And I'm never going to lead you astray. I'm never going to lead you to something counterfeit. I'm never going to lead you in the wrong way. And I remember like, I was almost like in the moment I was so anxious because that I could feel the weight of like, what does this mean if I totally give up control from over my whole life? If I say, God, you can have every part of me. You can have every room in my heart. You can have every part of my being. When I wake up in the morning, my day is yours. What does that really look like? And um, I just remember when I said it in my heart, like I give it over to you, God, and I fully surrender my life to you. Like my life is yours. And it was just like this weight was just lifted off of me. Um, the weight was lifted off of me, like as a mother, the weight was lifted off of me, like as a wife, as a daughter, just like all of those things Because I knew as long as I could hear the voice of God, that, that I was going to be okay. And that he was going to um, make my path straight. And so I just encourage people that are listening that if that's you, if you're someone who struggles up giving up of being in control, and sometimes it can manifest in ways that we don't even really realize that we're trying to control things, um, that God is worthy to give up all of it, <laughs> every, every last piece of it. And um, he's worthy of it. Amen. In Proverbs 3, 6, says trust in the lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all of your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight